0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops
1: present College Hockey Southwest Live for January 9th, 2022. Tonight's scheduled guest, Colorado College Head Coach Chris Mayotte. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota college graduate member of the military and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount see us at petersontoyota.com top golf let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event see your local top golf or topgolf.com the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv and watch the best in college hockey since 2013 behind the mask hockey shops Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com, whether you're on ice or in line. Jet's Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square pizza or New York-style thin crust, Jet's Pizza is better, because it has to be. Caesar's Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you. Metro by T Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Buy Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. Buy M Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery. MDriveForMen.com. Buy Summer Skates, whether original red or our new black shower shoes. Show your game and style at summerstates.com. And by Drury Inn and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
2: All right. Welcome in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is College Hockey Southwest Live. It's our Sunday night reaction show where we rea- uh, react to all the things in college hockey from the weekend I had just passed. Scott Strandy with you in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein on a beautiful Long Island, back from Boston where things didn't go as we had hoped. Um, we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, folks, if I'm a little frazzled tonight, just got some really bad news uh, from Vegas, uh, Brian Blessing, uh, the longtime, uh, host of, uh, different things in Buffalo, then moved out to Vegas, uh, did a hockey show out there and did some, uh, live sports betting and all kinds of stuff, passed away today. Don't have any details on it. I just wanted to say, uh, uh it, it tricked me up a little bit, folks. <laughs> Seven years have been doing this, and, uh, Brian was one of the guys that, uh, uh, was one of the first that i met in vegas and uh, very very sad news uh, i prayers go out to his family as well as his friends and certainly the vegas hockey and sports community um, paul i never hate to uh or always hate to uh, lead off a show like that but just thought i had to get it off my chest early yeah
1: well um you know i've i've heard him speak and um i know of him and i've heard him do some shows and uh, he was a straight shooter and, uh, at least uh, that's the way he came across on the air and hopefully, uh, you know, uh, his family, uh, can keep things together as best they can. Um, you know, we don't know if it was sudden or not, or, I mean, or, you know, we don't have that information. It's none of our business. Um, but, uh. You know, it is uh, never easy. You know.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I did reach out to uh, uh, Dana Lane, a good friend of mine. The actually the first person that I met in Vegas in the hockey business, and right. uh, just let Dana know that we were thinking about him and all of that. Um, and I uh, told him he could reach out anytime. I said I was a phone call away if you needed to talk or just vent or do whatever. Um, that, that's what friends do. So yep. um, I don't know how you move on from that, but we have one more we have to move on to, and that's uh, a Teddy Balkind, Balkind, Balkind? I, I'm not sure how you pronounce Teddy's name, a 10th grader in Connecticut, um, tragically passed away. I believe it was either Wednesday night or Thursday um, from a skate cut to the neck. And, Paul, uh, I shuddered when I first heard that because – you know me, I'd spent some time in North Dakota. And, uh, when I was at Minot, uh, there was a young ninth or 10th grader, uh, that was playing for, um, for Minot high that, uh, took a skate blade to the neck. Um, he was fortunate. He was lucky. Uh, there was incredible training staff there as well. And they were able to stop the bleeding, get him to a hospital where they could stitch him up and, and they actually saved his life. Um, and, and, Shocking as it may be, he was back on the ice like two weeks later. I, I had a chance to visit with him back then, and uh, he showed me the uh, the stitches on his neck, and it was, just, it was frightening to see. So, uh, man, uh, another life lost way too young. I mean, there's just been oh, too yeah, many of those I this mean, year. Geez. Yeah, I mean,
1: I've seen that happen a few times at a couple different levels. Uh, the first one that comes to your mind, uh, if you're of any age, uh, or old enough is the first time I think I ever saw that was Clint Malarchuk. Yep. He was playing that... for the Quebec Nordiques. Yep. And uh, I said, I've seen it a few times since then. Um, I did not know this story until you actually said something about it a few minutes ago before we came on. Um, any child. Uh, you just... I, I can't. Um, you just can't. And not supposed to be that way unfortunately it happens
2: yeah and from all indications yeah. Paul it was just a normal hockey play uh he fell down kids skate inadvertently caught him and um you know I mean it wasn't wasn't malicious it wasn't no, um, all, it's always anything out of the ordinary play yeah yeah it it's really always is.
1: a normal hockey play nobody's I mean you know it it doesn't it doesn't matter how much equipment you have,
2: uh, but yeah. you know, Paul, we've seen it on the back of a leg, uh, or different places on the thigh or in the wrist, or, or places like that, which are bad as well. But man, when you catch one in the neck, and I remember back, I, I remember how many years ago this was in North Dakota, but I remember it started a big debate uh, about whether. Uh, at least 18 and under players needed to wear that neck guard. Um, and I noticed um, a couple of players were wearing it in the limited world junior tournament that we saw. I don't remember what teams they were from but
1: well, why uh, wouldn't you wear it?
2: Uh, a lot of people think it restricts them restricts their movement restricts of
1: their what? neck come on okay.
2: I know I know I'm just telling you what what the debate was, but um, it'll be out there again, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. It, 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 you know what? And and it's especially ridiculous um, if you're a goalie not wearing it. You go up and oh, down. Geez. You go up and down off yeah. your feet more than anybody in 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 this sport. And you, I mean, I, I, I yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, anyway, our thoughts go out to uh, the whole hockey community. Uh, a young 10th grader like Teddy gone way too soon and sticks out for Teddy. Um, we've been doing a lot of sticks out lately, way too many. Uh, we have to hope that this uh, can come to an end um, sooner rather than later. Okay. I don't know how you move on from that either, but we have to uh, tonight. We've got a great guest coming on and, and I want to get this stuff out there and uh, let people know that we were not forgetting about it and thinking about it because, uh, uh, our guest tonight had a phenomenal weekend, and, and that's what we do. We talk about reactions. I gave you three names. I said, this is who I want on the show if this happens. Um, our our guest tonight, the head coach at Colorado College, Chris Mayotte, got his first road sweep uh, at Oxford, Ohio. And, uh, you know, you know me. Well,
1: congratulations, Coach, by the way. I, this, I, this My reaction towards Scott. And his, I want this and I want that has nothing to do with you. Congratulations.
2: Um, I just, uh, By the way, did you see my picture today? I saluted the coach. Of
1: course I saw it.
2: <laughs> I saluted the coach today. Okay. On the, on the wrong end of the hockey weekend, unfortunately, was where you were uh, in Boston. Things just did not go the Sun Devils way against the Terriers. Um, uh, give us your firsthand remarks, if you can. We'll talk about it later, but we got to make room for Chris here shortly. But just throw out what you saw, Paul.
1: Uh, well, you know, I'm not in their heads. I'm, I'm maybe you should, heads. Uh, maybe, maybe I you should be. Maybe um, you should be. You could look at it one of two ways. Either BU broke out of their slumber and shut ASU down, or... ASU, for whatever reason, uh, left their goalies hanging out to dry all weekend. Um, And we understand that teams don't play the same on on the road as they do at home. Uh, This is not a new phenomenon. But, at least visually, to, to... from, from 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 the from the bleachers so to speak i I don't know i I, I didn't feel desperation but that's just me
2: well before and they left there was Paul,
1: and there was no offensive there was no offensive flow
2: no and, and man you need to get um some odd man rushes or some puck movement if you're going to beat drew Camesso. And well, uh,
1: there were there there were not a lot of screens, not a yeah. lot of rebounds. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I I'm gonna say this as a general as a general thing. Um you know, I I get that every goalie goes down the minute the puck goes into the offensive, you know, into his own into their zone. But you can't shoot everything high. You know, occasionally you have to shoot the puck. At the goalie's feet and create some rebounds in second and third chances. Of course, you have to have Amen. somebody there to do it.
2: Amen, my friend. Amen. It's so a lost a lot art of that this weekend. It's a lost art. So is the shot pass, where you uh, you make it like a shot and, and, and you, way too and much. And you hit the stick blade.
1: Oh, way too much. Uh, can, can can guys just get the puck on their stick and shoot and stop looking for perfection?
2: Yeah, that's ultimately where you score, and uh, you know we know Drew Komeso. We know just how good he is. Coach uh, Coach Mayotte saw him with uh, World Juniors that came to an He's abrupt goalie, end.
1: But you still got it, it's you still have to throw bodies in front of him like any goalie.
2: Well, they scored a couple of times, so it's not like he shut him down like a Dryden McKay. Uh, but but it just yeah, is it uh, against
1: NCAA rules for anybody to score against him? By the way.
2: It might be, it might be, uh, wow. Another great weekend for that kid.
1: The, the, the weekend everywhere, except specifically on the ice was great. It was there. Um, I got to, uh, you know, just by happenstance met Ben Cross's parents, very lovely, uh, engaging, entertaining people. Um, and, you know, and, and 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 that kind of stuff was great. Uh, one of the school, well, actually, my son applied to both schools. He sat there and said to oh,
2: me. Oh, you mean both schools that were playing?
1: Yeah, both schools that were oh, playing, yeah.
2: Man, uh, sweat beads. I thought you meant both Boston schools, college and university. I was no, going, he, like, oh, no, knows, no, no, no.
1: He's like. He was the only one that was going to win for sure this week. And he goes, I'll just root for whoever wins because I applied to both schools. <laughs> That's my front-running Way to go,
2: Charlie. Who, who I'm girl? very
1: jealous of, by the way, because when you hear his the, the the drops that he did, I wish
2: I had his voice. Uh, he's awesome. He's I awesome. I really
1: wish I had his voice.
2: He is awesome. Okay, so uh, quickly before we get to Coach Mayotte, um, Denver uh, was that team that uh, did not get to go to Omaha. Due to Omaha's COVID breakout. So that has been rescheduled for the first week in February, uh, fourth and fifth, something like that. Um,
1: I can't look that far ahead. Air
2: Force. Yeah. Air Force uh, did not play. They had an off weekend. So uh, I kind of came up with three things. I I don't know if coaches with us yet are listening, but uh, I'm going to throw these out there. Um, I'm going to start with the best and work my way down. Um, Tigers triumph. What do you think? Stop. <laughs> hold stop. on. I'm not done yet. Air Force. Oh, yeah, Falcons no, you are done. You were done
1: before you gave me the first
2: one. Hold on a minute. Air Force Falcons grounded for re- for refueling. Oh, God. <laughs> pi- pi- pioneers in the sick out. And, no. and unfortunately, I'm sorry, Sun Devils, but Boston Massacre. It was Go not away. pretty. It was not Go pretty. Away have to move on, and speaking of that, the Sun Devils are moving on. They added a game. I don't know yeah, how this I, happened. I like that. I, that I props to her that. Um, yeah, I don't know how it happened, but they're going to be on the East Coast anyway, so Tuesday yeah. night they're playing Northeastern. Northeastern is right up in your rankings. We'll get to that too, but that's a good hockey team. That's a formidable opponent well, that you're going to play just a few what, days after you play Boston U and a f- few days before you play RIT. Yeah, well, listen,
1: right? uh, you're there. Play. Both teams agreed to play. Good for both teams.
2: Um, T- uh, tell me Bull again Barnes. how they got the extra game. I don't know. Uh, well, what? <laughs> because I, because the again, schedule was done a long time ago. I don't know how oh, you add one.
1: What? Because you can.
2: I thought there was a limit to the number of games you can there play are. in college. Well, but then how ASU, can you add one? Because
1: ASU played two games in Alaska or, or scheduled to play two games in Alaska. And Northeastern played in a preseason tournament, which is exempt from the games limit.
2: Okay. See, that's what I was asking. So that's how come they had an extra game to play. That That's cool. I like it. I like it. So that's so, Tuesday night hockey for Paul Hornstein. Yeah, uh, he be won't be engaged in our without... show at all. He won't be engaged well, no, at the all. The game well, should be
1: over. By I know. That's what start. I'm
2: saying. You you won't be engaged at all by that time. You'll, you will have completely gone through your hockey. Eh, Probably not. (laughs) No, probably not. All right. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back, see if we can connect with the head coach from the Colorado College Tigers, Chris Mayotte, in two minutes.
3: More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv on your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv
4: at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com.
0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Chalky Southwest Live.
2: All right. Indeed, it is College Hockey Southwest Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. Another week in Arizona, and then I'll probably have enough sunburn and suntan uh, to be able to move back into uh, the likes of Colorado Springs and Denver and Castle Pines. Uh, My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, uh, New York, where he's about 10 feet below sea level, we determined, in the basement. Um, He's recovered, though, I think, a little bit from his trip to Boston. Um, uh, it was you, it was rough on Friday.
1: It was I went Friday morning. It was rough. Um, I've you know I I probably as bad a driving conditions, and I wasn't going far. I took uh, well, I mean, Boston is far, but uh, I take the ferry over Long Island Sound, so it cuts the trip in half. Um, and
2: what was that ferry ride like? Was the was the ferry ride was, was
1: the easy part?
2: I yeah, mean, what wasn't bad.
1: No, the ferry ride was good. I mean, I might, I might still be driving to Boston if I didn't do that.
2: <laughs> I have never done that, so I have no idea what that's like. It sounds cool, uh, but I know you've done it on multiple the, throw, times, throw, right?
1: Yeah, you throw the car on the on the, on the on, in whatever space they have there, and go up and sit in the lounge area, and it's great. Saves the wear and tear on the car, saves the wear and tear on your body, and uh, by the time you're done paying for gas and you're gonna stop and even if you have stuff in the car you end up spending money on stuff that's not gas anyway so
2: yeah, yeah I hear you um, I don't know if we have coach man yet I don't I don't see him on the call board so um, let's uh let's talk a little hockey until we get him he's probably really really popular right now he just swept uh, Miami uh, on the road on the road uh, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get excited, I guess, from the standpoint of where Miami is in the standings. What
1: difference A road, it's a road win in win NCHC hockey road.
2: is road win, right? Exactly. There's, there's. And, and he got two of them, so he starts off 2022 20, 2-0, um, right. got his first road win as the uh, road win sweep, I should say, as the head coach of the uh, Tigers. Um, they're riding very- high. And, and guess who they got this weekend, Paul?
1: two very different games, um, if, you know, between what I saw and what I read, et cetera, uh, really completely different. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, will save some of the observations for, uh, when we get the coach on, but, um, you know, in, in this league, when, when you win two road games in a weekend, Hey, you know, it is, you take it.
2: Uh, I guess who's up this weekend for him.
1: Well, hopefully, you know, when they take on Western Michigan this weekend, that
2: uh, at Ed Robeson Arena, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Goodness. Well, listen, hopefully, the, the I don't know, I don't know if students are back yet, but hopefully, that place is crazy I, and loud. I think
2: they will be by this weekend. I think they come back this week, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Okay, um, you know, so hopefully, uh, they'll get the full effect of the new building, uh, a big series, as they all are in this league. But uh, you can make up some distance and some ground uh, on the teams ahead of you, uh, which includes, by the way, uh, a 500 in the league itself, uh, St. Cloud State. Uh, now, St. Cloud State's played two less league games, but you know, Colorado College's only one point behind, and a, a, you know, Colorado College is not out of the possibility. Of getting that first round series at home, it'll be tough. But they're not out of it by any stretch.
2: No, and and guess who's coming to Denver the same next weekend?
1: Oh well, it's, it's gonna make me check another schedule.
2: <laughs> I, I can't look that <laughs> far, in Cloud State.
1: Yeah, I okay, believe so.
2: It's Saint Cloud State uh, Friday, Saturday. So my plans are Friday night colorado college and uh, western saturday night st claude state in denver uh and and then i got some really fun stuff lock the, the rest doors of the- people lock the doors <laughs> i got some really fun stuff the rest of the week. and paul there's a huge acha d2 tournament going on that they have every year around uh, um martin luther king day that weekend and um guess who's coming there san diego state the new ACHAD1 program for next year going to be playing right there, so I'm going to sit in and see all they, uh, how the Aztecs play as they try to there make their go. way up. There you go. I
1: mean, why not? You're there.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have to work or anything. Work? <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah. No, no. Um, yeah,
1: listen. You know, it's just more red carpets. They must go through a lot of those in Colorado for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well they have been very good to me. I'm not gonna argue that. Um, um, but anyway, so so that's the upcoming schedule. By the, um, by the way I don't know a, if we lost coach or not. I'm gonna I'm, you keep talking for a minute. Let me see if I can connect.
1: Uh, listen. Um, I, I didn't want to put him back in this week, but uh, sweeping UMass uh, or should I just save the, the 16 talk for if we have time after the coach. Uh, We can always do it on Tuesday, though. Um, I didn't want to put Michigan back in, but I kind of had to. Um, That other maroon and goal team lost their goalie today, apparently. Uh, Jack LaFontaine signing an entry-level contract with the Carolina Hurricanes. So that'll be yeah. an interesting development in the big 10.
2: Oh goodness gracious. How desperate do the hurricanes have to be and how good a deal did Jack LaFontaine have to get to pull out in the middle of the season?
1: Well, it's, a, um, it's an entry level contract and they're all basically standard by the CBA. So, um,
2: yeah, but it, he had to get just, some it, promises that he was going to be playing. Cause he doesn't just pick up and go. If he's well, not no, it some doesn't. Listen, listen,
1: we don't know. We don't know the story, but you know, uh, you would think that uh, it's, it's one of two things. I mean, we don't know his family situation. We don't know his financial situation. So I don't want to speculate. Uh, maybe he just got tired of going to school. Uh, maybe there was. Does that
2: happen? Because you wanted to go for like 10 years, right? Yeah, but I wasn't actually going to class. <laughs> okay. You're just having the fun part. <laughs> yeah, I, I, listen,
1: they, they, I guess they, I would. Yeah, no, I would class it was the 80s I mean, we didn't go to class <laughs> uh,
2: yeah don't don't get me started with that what, anyway uh, <laughs> anyway oh and so, by yeah. the way i i don't know
1: who decided to lay out the roads in boston i don't know if the guy was drunk <laughs> when he drew up the map he didn't have any thumbs he was riding with his toes i don't know what in the world was going on when they designed the roads in that town because, holy smokes, it could, the GPS couldn't figure it out.
2: <laughs> I, love it. I love it. And by the way, that's where the Frozen Four is this year at holy TV Gardens. Smokes.
1: Well, I if if you know, uh, you know, when you go there, do yourself a favor, just bring a cot with you and sleep in the gardens because. Uh, it's just easier than getting around in that place. Holy, it's a beautiful <laughs> place. It's great architecture. It's historical. It's all kinds of uh, neat stuff and 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 just old buildings and. But getting around, when they say you can get somewhere faster walking, I think that they had Boston in mind when they said it because holy <laughs> smokes.
2: <laughs> ah, I love it, I love it. um Jeez. Oh, so anyway, but while we wait for Coach, I'm still trying right. to connect. I, I reached out to uh to uh, a gentleman, um the SID Jerry Cross. Yeah, who listen, these who, things happen. G- yeah, Jerry's probably still got his feet up because I saw him tweet this morning that uh, he said something about when you get a road sweep, the SID gets his whole row on the plane. I'm going wow. like, whoa, did well, he
1: get that anywhere? Yeah.
2: Yeah, he should get it every every time he travel, but um uh, yeah, so so that's uh, a big thing. Um so we'll hope we get Coach out on. I know he's got a lot of things going on, but I think we got him. I think yeah, we watch may your have board him. There, dude. <laughs> I think we may have him. So if we've got the coach, uh Coach Mayon, simply hit one of those great call in buttons and, and uh we'll talk some hockey with you. Um anyway, so while we wait to uh to connect with Coach, we will. Um, I think we got him now. Coach, yeah, we have you?
5: Sorry about
1: that. <laughs> That's all right, Coach. No, hold on listen, a minute. Dude, listen, I understand celebrating. Sorry. I understand celebrating a road <laughs> to sweep. Don't, don't don't listen to his nonsense. You
5: know uh, what? I, quite honestly, it's a uh, a recruiting dinner that went a little long.
2: <laughs> That's all right, Coach. That's all right. Scott we appreciate- wants to know why he wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I sit here, Coach, uh, I'm wearing my Colorado College uh, T-shirt. Uh, I've got my yellow and black shoes on. I've got my tan shorts. Does that fit the criteria?
5: I saw. I saw you tweet that out. We appreciate the support <laughs> as always. Black uh, and gold you good all in day, colors. my friend.
2: Uh, I know it's a good day to wear
5: those colors right now too. We might have another team in black and gold making a playoffs, uh, even though they uh, might not be really that deserving. But uh, we'll see. <laughs>
2: uh well congratulations first of all on a great road sweep a great way to start 2022 um very first question for me is going to be what did you say friday night between the first and second period
5: you know what It, it really wasn't much of anything i i thought we were playing well um you know they got a they got a goal on us um but i still thought we had the better chances i thought we had better possession um you know, and, and for us, I it was you just believed that it would be a matter of time if we kept doing the right things that good things would happen. Um, you know, and then we had some guys step up. Obviously, uh, our power play was really good that night. Uh, we scored, you know, only two on the stat sheet, but one of the you know we scored a second after one expired, so technically, or you know, probably three power play goals. Um, and and guys that you know can can flat out wire a puck. Hunter Hunter you know was a big time goal. Uh, the kind of guys going and then Coffee can can rip it. So um, it really wasn't anything new or, or anything that we haven't been talking about all year. Um, I think the guys are just they're in a good place. Since coming back from break. You know I think they've really um, they feel more comfortable. They've been able to exhale. Uh, you know, when, when they came here in August, we were all meeting each other for the first time. And as much as, you know, you get to know each other and, um, they're trying to do the right things and they're trying to please, and they're doing everything that's being asked. Um, you know, it can be draining at times. And, and I think for our guys to, to go back for break, come back to campus with a clear vision of what we're trying to do, who we're trying to be and how we're trying to be, uh, and how we're trying to do it, I think was, uh, is kind of a little bit of what you saw this weekend.
1: Well, Coach, and you win two different ways. Uh, honestly, you, 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 you won two completely different games uh, from, from what I saw. Uh, you, you know, you, you make the nice comeback on, on Saturday night, and uh, when you're on the road and you can uh, be plus about 95 in the special teams battle, uh, in, in a road game you have a good chance to win those no
5: question you know <laughs> uh, one thing that is not a recipe I think is taking three majors in a weekend Yeah. Um, you know in in two in one game obviously we we played a lot of that game with with 10 forwards um, but you know exactly what you said is right on Saturday night it wasn't easy at all I mean you know. We had two guys who took warm ups to see if they were going to play uh, that night uh, from stuff the night before. They just they decide to play, um, you know. Then we lose three forwards. We lose Matt Gleason early on, and he's obviously our leading scorer. He's been great for us. Um, and then we lose, you know, then we lose Noah Prokop, who really is, I think, one of our most underrated players. Um, you know, he starts every penalty kill for us. He's a big 6'1", two hundred pound center. Um, that's tough to play against, good at draws, Um, and then Danny Waite. And so, you know, all of a sudden our our power play kind of got depleted pretty quickly. Um, But, you know, they scored, then we would respond, and they would score and we would respond. And so, um, you know, we didn't have a lead until six minutes left in the game when when we went ahead. Um, But I think what I was most impressed with was every time that that Miami kind of got momentum, um, we responded quickly. So. Um, you know, the resiliency was was, uh, was really good to see. And it's stuff that we've seen in this group kind of throughout the year um, in different ways. But this one, I think, um, to have it turn into a win the way it did on Saturday was, uh, you know, was was the best form of it so far.
1: And you get five goals in, in basically a game and a half against that guy in, in Miami. Uh, that he doesn't give up. There's a lot of times he doesn't give up five goals in a month, let alone <laughs> five goals in, in a game and a half. Um, and, you know, you got to tip your hat, your cap to your guys for doing that because he doesn't do that at all. Yeah. talking about you the know, goalie Pearson.
5: Obviously. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think our guys, um, you know, and, and again, I think we did it a couple different ways, um, you know, Friday, uh, I, I thought we had obviously a power play chances and we, we created a lot of chances on the rush. Um, and Saturday, they, they just weren't giving us those chances on the rush uh, that they were giving us on Friday. And so it took us a little bit of time to kind of um, adjust to, to the game on Saturday in terms of the way it was going to be played. And, and the fact that it was different than, than the Friday game, but I thought we got there. Uh, you know, I thought our ozone play was really good on Friday uh, or on Saturday, and I thought our transition um, got better as the game went on. So uh, you know, they were they felt like two completely different games, and a lot of that was just Miami. Um, Miami, I thought on Saturday was really really good. Uh, they came out with a really good game plan. Uh, they came after us hard. They they you know they took away all the time and space. Um, I thought they I thought they were really good on Saturday, um, and so I think we felt. Uh, we felt kind of not fortunate to get the win, um, but we were in a, it was a dogfight for sure.
2: Coach, let me ask you this because uh, what I've witnessed uh, since the start of your season is uh, new guys stepping up all the time, new guys finding their role. Uh, your depth is obviously uh, showing itself right now with Ray Christie's uh, efforts and, and Mr. Coffey's efforts. And uh, you just go down the list of guys that keep popping up and uh, becoming household names now in the NCHC because of what they're doing. Um, is that kind of what you expected from these guys, or are they doing things that maybe are unexpected?
5: You know, I, I... I... It's a good question because I, I do think one of the things that, as a staff, when we look at our, when we look at our roster and we we have to you know put together a lineup every weekend, we we feel we have really hard decisions. To make. Um, you know, Brett Chorsky has four goals and and he didn't play this weekend. Um, you know, we we like our depth a lot, and I think you know that's one of our our kind of one of our goals is to just be a deep team that can keep coming at you. Uh, And I think you saw that this weekend and Ray, you know, hadn't played since the the Duluth weekend. Um, (laughs) Gleason went out early and and we bumped Byra over to the left and put Ray on the first line, right wing, you know, and he ends up with two goals and an assist off of it. And so, um, you know, we have guys uh, that we think can go up and down the lineup. Um, And for us, I, I think that's, one of our goals every game is to win the third period, um, and we want to be a D team. We want to be able to roll four lines in six D, and so you know we hopefully we can wear teams down and and win third periods and and start to win some weekends.
2: Let me also follow this up because uh, you got a huge series at home this weekend. I'm going to be there Friday night. Um, Western door, Michigan. Coach. Western Michigan coming to town and, and I'll tell you my observation coach, I watched them play Denver. Okay. Um, I was expecting a big, powerful team. They're a big, powerful team. Um, But I thought Denver took care of them with their third and fourth lines. I thought their depth beat Western on Friday night on the Saturday night game though, Western completely ran out of gas in my estimation, about midway through the second period, and Denver just stepped on them. Um, I'm wondering if they've adjusted or will have adjusted to, what are you guys, 6,250 feet or something there now? Yeah, uh, we're up there. <laughs> I should know. I'm going to be up there close to you pretty soon for <laughs> permanently. But um, that, that really affected them more than I think I've seen any other team uh, in effect. Uh, are you expecting them to, to be a little more uh, ready? For the altitude? Well, I, the thing is, I don't know
5: how you duplicate it unless you're here. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. I think they probably have a, have a better understanding of, of how it's going to affect them, um, you know, and you can kind of prepare to not have your lungs as much or not have your legs as much and, and know that you're going to have to think your way through a game and you're going to have to manage a game a little more than um, you are maybe if you're going at, you know, if you're flying. Um at the same time, I, I think, the, you know, I've watched both of those teams, DU and Western, a lot on tape, and, um, and DU has the ability to do that to anybody. Um, you know, yeah. they play fast. They, they come at you. They're, they're always moving. Um, you know, they can put a ton of pressure on you transitionally. And, and so, you know, it feels like you're in a track meet, um, and DU's really dang good at it. And I don't mean a track meet in terms of it's loose – Um, but they have the ability to get up and down really, really well. And so I think they have the, you know, um, I think you can do that to anybody. Uh, I will tell you Western looks like, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this weekend because when I watch Western play, I mean, I think they're pretty dang complete. Um, you know, they get scoring from their back end. Uh, they, you know, Frank is, is obviously tearing it up, but they're deep up front. They are big, they're heavy, um, you know they they can do some things uh, similar to to what we're talking about. Where I think they can roll four lines, they can roll sixty. Um, they have a good goalie. Uh, you know, for us, it's it's going to be about playing our game and and like you said, try and uh, make them as uncomfortable here at six thousand as we can.
1: Coach, let me ask you a question. You guys have a big weekend now. You're on the road, and 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 we know. The, the cliches, everybody takes it one game at a time, et cetera, et cetera. I, I harp on that with Scott all the time because I always look at things from a coach's perspective. But I also know that players, especially after a weekend like this, sit there and look at those standings and are like, hmm, we can still get a first-round playoff series at home. We're not out of this by any stretch. How do you keep them from looking too far ahead?
5: Well, it, it's a good question. And, and, you know, I think part of it is we're in that stage where we do want them to realize that a little bit. Um, because I think what what I've talked with you guys a number of times about is, you know, one of the things that we have to do is build the belief uh, in our program as we're growing and developing as players and as a team um, that, Hey, you know we can compete with anybody, and not just compete. Like when we play our game, we can win. Um, and so, you know, I I think we we do want them to have that type of awareness. But at the same time, um, you know, it starts with it starts with tomorrow at practice. Um, you know, we go out, we talk about it. We're very intentional. We focus on different things. And and I think when you when you have those standards for that day um, and you make sure that they meet them and, and that they show up ready to execute, I think it, it kind of feeds on itself. But we talk about, you know, hey, this is – this is today's about us getting better and that's it. That's our focus. Um, and then probably around towards the end of Wednesday, beginning of Thursday, you know, Thursday practice, we start talking about the opponent. Um, but for us, it's sticking consistent with what we've done all, all year is – You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are about us and and our growth and our development. Thursday, we'll we'll start to game plan, Um, and then it's about the first everybody's first shift on Friday. And we talk a lot about you know you can't even think about it in in a sixty minutes. Um, You know, you don't have to focus for the next sixty minutes. You don't have to focus for the next two hours. You have to focus for the next thirty seconds, and then after that thirty seconds, you come back to the bench. You sit for a minute thirty and you get ready to focus for another 30 seconds. And so we really are actively trying to break it down to as small and as manageable a segments as possible. Um, but in terms of, you know, Hey, you know, this is a bigger weekend than maybe what they've, um, felt, you know, up until this point. Um, and I, I like that. That's good for us.
2: Coach, uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever we had your press conference, uh, um, and we were visiting, uh, and I want to touch just a little bit on this too, but, uh, you talked about getting a little emotional over this, uh, world junior cancellation. And, and I thought that was a uh, very human because, uh, I know it had to feel a lot like the start of COVID, didn't it?
5: It did, you know, and it was, um, it was unfortunate and you go back and, and the, the, the thing is, um, you know, people, now people are talking about the Olympics, right? And saying, oh, should these kids go to the Olympics? Uh, you know, should Hasty go? Should Lars go? And it's like, you might never get another chance. You don't know that, you, but you might not ne- ever get another chance. And where we're fortunate as coaches is, you know, we could get another chance, right? I could, I could be asked to do World Junior when I'm 65 years old. The players can't. Um, and so, you know, you really feel for those guys that, um, only have that one opportunity, you know, Carter Mazur and, um, and Scott Morrow and, and Matthew Nyes and those O2s who really had worked their whole lives and never put on the U.S. or not never put on, but they weren't lifer USA guys. Um, you know, but they put in the effort, they keep working, they keep getting better. And that was their chance. So to see that taken away, um, you know, it was, because you really, when you're when you're there together, I mean, you're you're there, right? You you don't talk to anybody else, you don't see anybody else. You really get to know these guys on a on a much deeper level, um, and so you know you feel for those guys. And then, like I talked about on the Zoom, um, as a coach, you know, um, those are guys that and and Teresa Feaster, um, who I love being around. I love coaching with. Uh, I love competing with, I love chasing championships with, um, you know, and, and, in, in terms of Nate, Steve, Teresa, and myself, we were two and O, uh, in terms of opportunities and winning championships. And, um, and we we're all excited to get back together and, and go for a third and and have that taken away and not know if you'll ever get another chance to, um, to coach with people that you truly love, you know, that hurts, that stings.
1: Coach, let me ask you a question about this then, uh, because you have had a chance to compare, is it like that? That closeness and that—I um, hate to use the word bubble—but that isolation as a group—is that is that the norm? Were you was it like that before COVID?
5: Um, it was different. I mean, you you you. What you were trying to accomplish was the same thing. Um, I think last year's bubble was completely different. It was, it was a different experience in a great way. I mean, we, you were together for a month, you know, there were and nothing against, you know, parents and advisors and NHL teams, oh, please. but it was simply the staff and the players, you know, um, and you would play cards together. You'd eat the meals together. You'd watch movies together. Um, you know, we did it all together. And, um, and it really was a, a special time, especially when you win. I mean, anytime you win something, you know, you think of those memories very fondly. I, Sioux City is still one of my favorite places on the planet. I guarantee it's just because we won a championship there. Um, <laughs> sure. it, it, if if we didn't, I'm not sure. Sure. I feel the same way about it. Um, but it, it is special that way because you just you wake up and, and you know, it's about how do we accomplish something you know, together. And, um, and that's your entire focus, which uh, I think is nice. But this year, I mean, it was the same, it, just because it's so intense so quickly um, and you go so hard at it for such a short amount of time that it really is all consuming, you know, um, the co- the college hockey season or the regular season of hockey is, is long. So, you know, you're in it, but like you have to find those ways to pull out of it and, catch your breath and then dive back in where the world junior and and I'm sure the Olympics is the same way. I mean, it is just, you're a hundred miles an hour for three straight weeks. Um, And so it feels like the entire emotional roller coaster of a six month season condensed in a two week tournament. And I think that's what makes it special. And and you can see in the way the guys play, um, you know, how much it matters to them, how, how they commit to it. Uh, That's what makes it so special.
1: Have you, I, I know there's rumors of rescheduling uh, some of the, the the those tournaments. Have you guys have you heard anything uh, about that that you can tell us? Uh,
5: I've heard the rumors. This is zero info other than what is jumping around in my own head. I don't think <laughs> there's a chance, um, but I've heard those rumors, and I would obviously I think we would all love it, but. Then it gets back to, OK, well, then is Thomas Bordalo available for USA? Um, right. Does USA still forfeit against Switzerland? Um, you know, the guys that are signing NHL contracts at the end of the college season and going playing, you know, there, what do they do? So I just think logistically, it's, uh, it, there's, I think there's too much, too many roadblocks.
1: So you're saying there would be chaos. I believe so, (laughs) yeah. Paul, be cheering for that coach. Oh, (laughs) yes. Nothing personal, coach. Yeah. You know.
2: uh, Coach, let me ask you this. What was it like – uh, right before you found out that that you are going to have to forfeit a game against Switzerland? Because I can't imagine that. I mean, Paul and I were, had lined up uh, four shows. All four of our shows were dedicated to the World Juniors that week um, during the preliminary round, and uh, we were stunned. I can't imagine what you must have felt like.
5: Yeah, it, you know, the, the, the crazy thing that happened, and I know people are talking about hotel and stuff like that, and, and that, you know, it certainly ended up being a – a a bit of an issue but the biggest thing is the what we were going into or what we were told we were going into um, testing wise is what drastically changed and so you know originally we were supposed to test when we entered Canada and then we were going to isolate for two days and then we were supposed to get out of isolation and we were supposed to test to get out of isolation Um, then it turned into you know you're testing three times to get out of isolation then it turned into you're testing every day until the tournament starts and then you're testing every day throughout the entire tournament. And so, you know, it just, it just kept changing. And I think we, we ended up creating a situation, an unsolvable problem um, for ourselves, just in terms of um, kind of the, the testing protocols plus the environment that, that we we're in. And I don't blame anybody. I, I mean, You know, you look at what's going around campuses, pro sports, everything like that. Everybody is trying to figure out how to do the right thing, how to get as close to back to normal as possible. Um, You know, what is the right thing to do? Is it to ask people to get vaccinated and boosted? Is it to keep people away? Is it to um, is it to just let it run wild? I don't think, you know, I don't think anybody really knows. I think we all have what we think, um, but people are trying to do the right things for the safety Um, And to get to as normal as possible. And so, you know, it got away from us. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, But, you know, I think I I think ultimately people are trying to do what's best. And sometimes it has consequences that that you don't foresee coming. Unfortunately.
2: can I ask you this too? Because you said this on the Zoom, and I don't think a lot of people have had a chance to hear it. Um, but uh, you've got some really top-notch input with Mark Stewart's dad being able to give you guys uh, the best medical knowledge, pretty much possible. Um, and, and I know th- I thought what you told us in the in the Zoom was really cool. You said, "Hey, we got we got all the information or the best that we could get, and we just told our players this is what it is." Did I get that right?
5: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, and I think that's the biggest thing that we're trying to do is, you know, we have people that, that we obviously trust um, who have access to, you know, science or data, um, you know, and, and it's hard. I, I think there is, I don't know if there's anybody out there that doesn't think it's hard to find reliable information. You know, who do you, who do you listen to? Which news channel do you watch? Which, you know, site do you, do you go to? Um, and so we're just trying to share, you know, as much info, um, and, and we have smart guys in our locker room and, and, you know, and, and they're, they have a lot of awareness. They have a lot of information themselves. They have the ability to do their own research. Um, you know, and, and as young athletes, I think they are concerned a little bit about, you know, what's this do to my body long-term and, and it's different for, you know, the, the, the regular population versus young athletes who see their body as their business. Um, And, you know, putting stuff into it that they don't know what it is, I can understand how it causes, um, you know, allows them to ask questions. Um, We think we have reliable info and we simply share that. I don't envy anybody that has to make, you know, a decision on, hey, do I, do I get the vaccine? Do I get booster? Um, It's that or I, or, you know, I, I can't, continue playing hockey this year, things like that. So uh, we just try to support our guys as best they can, um, you know, answer any questions they can, help them out with what they can uh, or what we can. Um, and, you know, hopefully they, they come to um, have some peace with whatever decision, you know, these young men have to make.
1: Coach, I, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Um, not that it's hard for things to get past me. Um, has the conference set guidelines, uh, for games that can't be played? Uh, you know, they still have time to make some of them up. Uh, have they said to you guys, Hey, you know, you might have to play four games in six nights to, to, so nothing, nothing like that,
5: nothing like that has come. Um, I think we, we've all talked about, you know, whether it's points or a percentage or, you know things like that, um, and it's pretty much consistent with with what they did last year. So, um, you know, it, it. I don't know that we're going to get to that point. Um, at least hope I'm, I'm hopeful well, we're not. Um, you know, I know we had uh, two series canceled this this week this right. weekend, but I, you know, part of me thinks that's a return to campus type of thing. I I don't think this is going to be. A long-term spike that affects you know the next couple months, but again, I'm not a doctor. I, I'm, I have no medical ba- backing to that. Um, but knowing how quickly it's going through um, teams, you know, and so you see teams that are getting infected. I mean, numbers are are high, um, right. and so you hope. It's unfortunate that it that they that they got infected and canceled a weekend, but it also somewhat gives them security the rest of the way so right. hopefully that's the case
2: okay coach you got western coming up this weekend final one for me um two-parter how uh how is everybody and do you expect anything uh, unusual suspensions or anything coming from the major penalties or uh, are you expecting everybody to be uh back in line and ready to go this weekend
5: yeah i don't th- i don't see anything coming from the fives um you know, at least I, I haven't heard anything. I went back and watched. I mean, I'd be shocked, um, quite honestly. I, I, um, and then in terms of injuries, uh, we're pretty healthy. Um, obviously, Gleason is, is, you know, getting reevaluated tomorrow. Um, you know, he's a lower body. So uh, he's the only one that I'd say could be uh, questionable for this weekend uh, as we stand right now.
2: All right, I'm looking forward to seeing you Friday night. So, uh, Don't lock those doors. Don't listen to uh, what Paul says, and and keep that uh, <laughs> keep that letter on your desk because I haven't put uh, pen to paper yet. But I got to do that now. I've got the T-shirt, I got the shoes. I'm ready.
5: Yet is the big word, <laughs> and we talk. We <laughs> talk. We use we use yet all the time. You know, in terms of, hey, we haven't gotten this yet. We haven't. You know, we're not good enough at this part of the game yet. Um, so, yet is that big word. <laughs>
2: Uh, And I also want to shout out your SID. What's the deal? He gave him a whole row on the plane to himself today? That's what happens (laughs) when you fly
5: out as early as we did this morning. So nobody else wanted to be on that thing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you.
1: I, I I totally get that. I don't like flying in the first place, so. Uh, if, yeah. if I can get a Paul yeah. row and lay down. That's good.
2: Uh, Paul takes the ferry from uh, Long Island to Boston because uh, he doesn't like driving either. <laughs> well, not in the weather. I was driving <laughs> in Friday morning. Oh, sure.
5: yeah, yeah. You guys got smoked out there. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, a, you can get you can get hammered out there. I mean, I remember it, it might have been. I think it was my second year at Providence. Maybe it was the first. Maybe it was the year we won it. Um, but our guys didn't go to school for four straight Mondays. Like we got a nor'easter every Sunday for a month. Um, <laughs> and it was Jeez. like no travel. You couldn't do any of this. It was wild. Uh, um, and then you got some winters where you really didn't see, you know, you really didn't get much of anything. So it's a, it's a crap shoot out there.
1: Well, well listen, coach, uh, my favorite winter was one day, one year it snowed on Halloween. And it never went below fifty after that for the rest of the winter, and that was my favorite winter.
5: That's a, that's a good one. You know, you know, uh, that's basically Colorado Springs. So, um, all
1: right.
2: Yeah. Now he knows where to move, right?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, well I'll, I'll tell you, on a New Year's Day, coach, I drove from Denver to back to Phoenix, and uh, I had a. I was going to stop in Albuquerque. I figured it's only six and a half uh, hours. I can do it. It was eight and a half hours, and I barely stayed on the road on my way to Santa Fe. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm oh. uh, hoping the better travel on Friday. Let's put it that way.
5: Yeah, I think you look good. I think you'll be all right for it. So all right,
2: yeah. let's hope. Let's hope good the Tigers look TK, good Coach. because uh, we're we're pumped up, as you can tell. Uh, we, we want to see Tiger hockey.
5: Yeah, uh, well, again, appreciate the support, and, and likewise, I, I think our guys are fired. But um, you know, and, and this is this will be the last, and, and I know you guys got to get on with the show. But uh, yeah, okay. there's been a lot of firsts, and, and every time, you know, last Saturday was a was a first for us. Um, you know, we uh, and and an opportunity to get a road sweep, and and how are we going to handle it? Um, and then this week's a big one too. So uh, we've won three in a row, but um you know do we keep that chip on our shoulder and and can we continue to bring it and push each other and get better um so uh we're all going through it at the same time which is which is a lot of fun but yep. I uh, hopefully we respond the right way
2: coach don't worry about the first because i mark them all down and then i send jerry a text so <laughs> <laughs> uh, i know all the first no worries about that uh great to have you on uh look forward to seeing you again in person very soon uh, good luck this weekend, and, and thanks again for everything. I know you got a busy schedule. Likewise.
5: Thanks, guys. Go Tigers.
2: All right, that's the head coach of Colorado College, Chris Mayotte, joining us. Uh, I know he's always busy. I mean, it's either uh, with the junior program at Team USA, or now that he's back, he's got a uh, stretch run to do. he's got uh, recruits to deal with, so we appreciate him taking some time and, and visiting with us tonight. Paul and I will be right back in about two minutes to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live.
0: As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call one 800 Drury in or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home.
4: If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery.
2: Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused.
3: You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got
4: it. Who's old now?
0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live.
2: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, this is College Hockey Southwest Live, our Sunday night NCAA reaction show. Scott Strandy with you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York, where I understand it's a balmy, probably oh, 70 right now Is a... As a yeah, night air g- comes in and and Paul's still in his basement about ten feet below sea level, but um <laughs> Dream on Dream On, he says. Um, okay, you know the drill. Every time we have a guest, I always gotta find out your side of it because I heard something, you heard something. What did you hear from Coach Mayotte?
1: Well, I like all the little nuggets because you know, like like asking him the question about, you know, the the difference in the various world junior tournaments and and, and, and you know, trying to find that line to straddle, because that is a tough line to straddle. You want your players to be building their confidence, but you don't want it to make them not focus on the task at hand. So that's that's a really, really tough line to, 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 to straddle. Um, and we're going to find out how, uh, at least for this one week, they handle it. So uh, I look forward to that.
2: You know, and I'm going to piggyback off of that because I think he does a fantastic job of growing, um, maintaining, and, um, you know, and learning, I guess, because he's been at this now as a head coach since, what, July, June, whenever he got the job. Uh, He's been preparing for this. He's been working with guys, and uh, he doesn't seem to miss a beat. Um, I might miss something here and there, but – Man, he, he's always on task, uh, whether it's a weekend sweep on the road or it's a split at home or maybe got swept at home or it's a better team or it's a conference team or it's not a conference team. Uh, he always has his hand uh, firmly uh, in place of what he wants to do next. And uh, he's ready right now. He's ready for Western. Uh, don't kid yourself. That, that team is going to come out flying, and so is Western. And uh, and he's ready for it. I think his guys are going to be ready for it.
1: Well, like I said, it, it, it'll be a very very interesting weekend. It's a big weekend, um, you know, in, in in the in the latest string of big weekends for, you know, it. it, it sometimes the cliches are cliches for a reason because they're true. You know, when you have success one weekend, that makes the next weekend just that much more important. And if you're yeah. going to compete for you know, for league championships, that's where it's got to start, right?
2: Boy, and how. And uh, you talk about the NCHC and the depth top to bottom. I mean, if you're the top team uh, right now uh, in NCHC conference play, do you want to play Chris Mayotte's team in the first round of a playoff series? I don't. Well, (laughs)
1: listen, you, 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 you know, whatever series, you know, whatever matchup they end up with, CC is not going to have anything to lose. No, absolutely not. I mean, they're playing yes, with they house money. Well, I mean, yes, they will have them, but you understand the point. When you're the underdog, yeah, you yeah, should go out
2: and play. Yeah, when you're building a program, a young program, you just uh, yeah, you just go out and play. And I, I like his analogy where he said, yeah, I want the guys to focus on the 30 seconds that are on the ice and then come back to the bench and rest for a minute 30 and then go back out for 30 seconds. Uh, I think that gets overlooked sometimes. I think guys stay on the ice too long. I think they let things carry over from from uh, shift to shift. And uh, the coaches that can keep their guys in the moment are the guys that are going to have success.
1: Yeah, Well, listen, that's what it's about, right?
2: And how. So let's run down what's coming up this weekend. We talked about Colorado College. They've got a, a two-game series, Friday and Saturday, uh, with Western Michigan and Ed Robeson Arena. Just up uh, I-25, about 50, 60 miles or so at Magnus Arena. The uh, St. Cloud State Huskies are coming to town to take on the Pioneers who uh, have had another week off. Uh, these, these week offs, I don't know if they're good or bad for uh, Coach Carl. I'll find out. We'll find uh, out, right? Yeah. But anyway, that'll be a huge series. Uh, Arizona State, we know, is going to have three games this week. They're going to play yep. Northeastern Tuesday night. They're going to play RIT Uh, on Friday and Saturday, and then they're going to come home. And we know the margin of error. Um, Very slim. Yeah. I don't know if they can lose any more, Paul. I just don't. That that would be very slim now, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. That would be more than slim. That's razor, razor thin. Um, Hey, Air Force plays this week. And Air Force plays. That's what I was getting to next. Who does Air Force get this
1: weekend? They're hosting Niagara. So, you know, a big conference weekend for them, too.
2: Right across I twenty five from where yeah. I'm going to be at. So, yeah, we look forward to that. I hope the weather's good. Uh, we definitely need that as I uh, as I started the show with uh, the tragic news of passing of Brian Blessing and of course uh, Teddy uh, Balkand. I think is how, how how it's pronounced. Uh, just a rough week, and of course uh, I was down in Tucson last night for the uh, Roadrunners game versus the Eagles, and they did a nice tribute to Matt Shot. Uh, his ceremony was uh, this past Wednesday, a nice turnout at Gila River, and the Coyotes did a nice job of providing the venue um, for everybody to express their uh, their thoughts on Matt. Um, I, I think uh, it's been a really tough year in hockey. I think it's been a tough year in the world with COVID, and hopefully 2022 is going to continue to get better
1: keep plugging you just have to keep yeah. plugging along
2: yeah it's i think your your day. term one day at a time i mean um tomorrow i'm gonna get up and go uh go to burrito express and then i'm gonna go get my uh booster shot
1: okay
2: that's good <laughs> I, gotta get oh, one that
1: for, I gotta get one for my kid too
2: yeah i hear you i hear ya. a burrito or a booster shot
1: he'll well, he'll take both <laughs> i
2: thought he might i thought he might I thought he might. All right, anything else that we need to touch on, Paul, before we say goodnight?
1: No, I think we're good. Anything else, we can leave for Tuesday.
2: All right, Tuesday we're shooting for the head coach from Alaska Anchorage, uh, Matt nice. Chasby, to join us. So nice. uh, hopefully I can get connected with Coach and, and bring him on. And, uh, boy, it's, it's going to be a fun week.
1: Um, well, to- I, I hopefully he's 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 not as reserved and – outgoing is you know and and you know closed up as, <laughs> as he was the last time
2: <laughs> yeah and then wednesday night uh of course i've got uh the head coach from the oregon ducks also moving up from D 2 to the D one he'll be joining Stephen marsh and myself and we'll dig into that maybe we'll prod a little more like we did with san diego state going like hey any chance you guys want to take the next step
1: Feasibility, study, the whole routine.
2: (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right. Take it away, my friend.
1: From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed. Six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Peterson Toyota at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins. Whether you are looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, available at all Allegiant Stadium events, and of course at our original location at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard. By the NCHC and NCHC.tv, Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference and college hockey. Drury and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza, go to JetPizza.com to find your fresh deal at the nearest Jets location today. Metro by T-Mobile, get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays. When you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf center or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is right for you. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masts is College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network.
2: Well done, my friend. I will remind everybody as well, if you haven't seen, get to the, uh, oh gosh, you know, we did forget. We forgot to do the Super 16, Paul.
1: <clears throat> How can we do that? On Tuesday.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, we'll, well,
1: I'll put it up, up on. Listen, would they, I don't think people would rather listen to me prattle on than talk to the coach, <laughs> so.
2: Okay, well, what we'll do is I'll put it up on the, uh, the Twitter account first thing in the morning like I do uh, every Monday, and then uh, I'll follow that up with the, uh, the pairwise uh, for our four teams in our coverage area, and then you and I can break it down on, uh, on Tuesday before we have uh, hopefully Coach Shazby on. That's who we're working on. So um, I do want people to go to the website as well and also to uh, the YouTube channel and take a look. I did a, a quick interview with uh, the Minot State head coach, uh, Wyatt Wasolanchik. Wasolanchik and uh, and Wyatt, uh, they had a really interesting story. It's only about 8, 10 minutes long, but, man, their their trip to Arizona was more than anybody could ever imagine how they arrived here and uh, were, were able to win three straight games against Grand Canyon and two against uh, – one against Grand Canyon, two against U of a. Um, no reason to doubt why they're number two in all of ACHA men's hockey. So get there, check it out. Uh, Stephen was also uh, at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights game to wrap up the uh, the return revenge week, where all the former um, Vegas Golden Knights returned. And Saturday night it was Mark Andre's uh, Flurry's turn to uh, to play at T-Mobile in an uh, opposing uniform. So good stuff. We'll say good night, little Roger Klein, and the Peacemakers De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.